0: On this week's episode of Saturation, Grace is boarding a bob while Cade discusses his very first jury duty. Though the case was no Varsity Blues, the occasion was still noteworthy. Pete Davidson opens up in his new Netflix special, and the Bachelor franchise has no idea what they're doing. We ask for justice for Lizzie McGuire and are going to start referring to one another as goo-goo. Enjoy! Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Saturation. We are back better than ever. <laughs> um, Kate and I, again, are on Skype like we are pretty much every week. Thank God. And Mama's laying down again this week. It's been a day, as per usual. A bad but day? Kate, um, just one of those days at work where everyone's dumping their crap on me, and I have mm. no tolerance for it.
1: hmm yeah, no time for that.
0: No, but um, when I the camera like opened on me, I know Cade goes like, "Oh, I thought you had a dramatic hair change because my hair is like behind me, so it looks like I have a little bob."
1: <laughs> I was gonna be super mad that if you had done that and I hadn't known about it. Yeah, it looks real good, by the way. For those of you that can't see, just envision it. Close your eyes and
0: Cade take takes a, second. a screenshot.
1: Oh yeah, I could do that. Okay, that's a good idea. You
0: on a Mac?
1: Huh?
0: Are you on a Mac? Yeah. Do Command Shift Four.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna do both. Hold on. Command Shift Four. Grace with the Bob. (laughs) 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 This is so funny. Um. Okay, I have some really funny updates for you guys.
0: Spill the tea.
1: Okay. So, recently, if you're a loyal listener, you know that I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. And um, back in the fall, I got a letter in the mail saying that I had to serve jury duty. But the jury duty was still in Stuttgart, Arkansas, where I'm from, because when I was in college, I never, like, changed my address. Um, And so, I... Filled out the thing. And I was like, listen, I don't live in Sierra anymore. I'm not coming to Sierra to do jury duty. Well, then I got this l- em- this letter in the mail immediately from Litterock saying that I had Litterock jury duty. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And then I got another letter that said when it was. I got like a total of like five letters over the past like three months from the government. Seems like a waste of paper to me, but whatever. Um, and the... Uh, so last week I get an envelope that says on Sunday so we're recording on Tuesday so this past Sunday I was supposed to call after 6 p.m and talk ab- not talk about and find out when my uh, like uh, when I was scheduled to appear and my week was this week and my month my month is the whole month of March so okay. I was like okay so I call after six and they're like you need to report for jury duty at 8.15 on Monday morning. Literally, like, 14 hours, like, notice.
0: My God.
1: So, I had no idea what to expect. Long story short, I had to go to Jury Duty yesterday. It was very, very interesting, very funny. Um, like, all you guys really need to know is that I sat there for a really long time, and finally, right before they were out to do jury selection, where they select who's going to be on the jury... They came in and said that the person um, that was uh, the defendant, I guess, um, was had pleaded guilty, so the trial was no longer happening, so we could all go home. So I I was kind of sad.
0: Been selected. What? I wonder if you would have been selected.
1: You know, I was sitting there and I was like, "I'm gonna be kind of pissed if I don't," because not because I necessarily wanted to, but I was like, "What's wrong with like?" um, Right.
0: What is it about me that makes them not want me right. or not trust
1: me? I, I don't know anyone in Little Rock really. I don't know anything about what's happening in Little Rock as far as like the law. Uh-huh. I, like I don't know anything. I know more of like a global. Like if you're a celebrity, I have, I would not be able to be on the jury. But
0: right.
1: if I don't like, you know what I'm saying. And so I
0: actually die for the idea of being on jury duty because it would mean that I would get to miss some of work, and you know I'd be milking that shit for all it's worth.
1: Seriously, when the judge milking came in,
0: crap. I huh? gave up swearing for Lent. You what? I said milking that crap because I gave up swearing for Lent, and I accidentally said shi.t
1: Oh, well, that's okay. You're you're, you're doing fine. Um, when the judge came in, all I could think about when I got jury duty was one, the People versus O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. And two, the college admission scandal. Like, the whole time I was in the, like, orientation, all I could think about was Lori Laughlin. I was you like, are how so are they going to pick a jury?
0: Attrition.
1: Yeah, I was like, how are they going to pick a jury for this? Like, I don't know. Seems kind of crazy to me. Um, but when the judge walked in, he was like, well, guys, I have some bad news. And everybody was like, what? And he was like, this trial is set to last 44 days. Oh,
0: my Lord. And everybody
1: was like, what? He was joking. It was only going to be, like, a two-day trial. Anyways, it was really crazy. If you ever have any jury duty questions, um, feel free to DM me because I feel like I know a lot about it now. Also, number one thing to know about jury duty, take a book. Mm -hmm. You can't take your phone inside and you have, like, I sat there for over four hours. So (gasps) I'm so glad I had a book. I'm
0: going to do it even more.
1: (laughs) We We can get you signed up, I'm sure, very easily.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Have you changed all your stuff to Texas?
0: Uh Uh-uh. I've changed, like, nothing.
1: Well, you could potentially get it in Chicago, and then you'd have to be gone for much longer.
0: Oh, my God. That'd be everything.
1: (laughs) Do you have any updates besides your new look that's on a new look?
0: (laughs) Gosh, let me think, man.
1: Oh, I have some exciting news for you. Yeah, tell me. A few different people have... Reached out to me and told me that they have adopted your um, journaling, your prayers every morning for Lent. <gasps> really? Yes, they've been doing oh, it too. Makes me
0: so happy! Yes,
1: they said it's made a huge difference in their day, and they're so glad that you talked about it because now they've started doing it themselves.
0: Oh my god, that makes me literally so happy!
1: Right? You're just such an influencer on all levels.
0: Oh my gosh. Wait. Yay. Sometimes when I post stuff about like Christianity, Mm -hmm. I like get in my head about what people might say about it because like people are, it's so easy to be like, well, she's not the perfect Christian, even though there's no such thing as the perfect Christian. So to even just think that even though I'm not the perfect Christian, that I can make even just a tiny impact on getting more people to take some time with the Lord in the morning. I'm like, yes. yay. That's
1: literally what we're put on this earth for. So you are doing it.
0: Yay. That I'm makes me happy.
1: Very proud um, of you.
0: Should I tell them uh, the little update about, My brother's roommate that I texted you. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was so happy you texted me about that, actually.
0: (laughs) So you guys know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about how my younger (laughs) brother has, like, one toxic roommate, and I am suddenly finding myself really attracted to him because I just (laughs) really like toxic guys. And um, I texted Cade because I saw my brother on Sunday, and I was looking cute, so I was only hoping that my... (laughs) sweetie would be there and he was (laughs) and I sent a photo of him to Kate I took a secret photo and I said Mike's toxic roommate that I'm into he asked what Halsey sings and I gave him a couple samples and he said wow you actually have a good voice
1: (laughs) that is so funny
0: my heart was skipping a beat
1: (laughs) that is too too sweet
0: I know but also so messed up
1: Um, what Halsey songs did you sing?
0: I said, um, tell me how's it feels sitting up there.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> I said, I'm bad in love.
1: <laughs> Amazing. A throwback.
0: Because I wanted to do ones that like were more popular that mm-hmm. he'd make me you know.
1: Yes, he could recognize them. I love that. Yeah. Well, maybe, who knows? That could really develop.
0: Oh God! I think that's the last thing this girl needs. I mean,
1: yeah, we don't really need that to happen, but it could be but interesting content.
0: It most certainly would. Also, Kate, I always mix up you and my brother's contact,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and let me show you why. So yours has like.
1: Mhm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Emoji. Mhm.
1: Like,
0: as does my brother, and you guys have like. The same color background and the same hair color. Let me show you.
1: Oh, that's so funny. I don't know how that even decide like, how that's made.
0: I know. I kind of like it, though. That's funny. But I had like, a nice picture of my brother, and then it changed it to that. And yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I prefer that.
1: That's so funny. Um, we were talking earlier just about the morning routine, you know, your prayer thing. We should also mention that. Uh, we have been praying in our hearts to go out to all those, um, affected by the bad weather in Nashville. Yes. Um, I have several friends there. I'm sure you do as well. And that city in general is such a great city. One of my personal favorites. And so last night, in case anyone didn't know, there were some tornadoes that went through there, either an F3 or an F4. Um, and there was a lot of damage. Last I saw there were like six people that were killed. Um, so... Definitely keep Nashville, the city, in your prayers.
0: Yeah, definitely do.
1: I saw. Have you been to Nashville, Grace?
0: I have. I went. Um, I think winter of like right at the start of twenty eighteen.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know,
1: um, you know the um, the. I'm um, looking at oh, 25, twenty five. I'm sorry, twenty five dead at. Um, the
0: last I heard was nineteen. That's so sad.
1: <sighs> That's so sad. Um, one of my friends is sitting here while I do, do the podcast, and um, she's giving me all the great research tips on the side. She pushed her phone over, and it was like 25.
0: <laughs> is it Stephanie?
1: No, it's my friend Tisha.
0: Hi, Tisha. Hi. <laughs> you Hi. might
1: be able to hear her.
0: She um, was on the phone right before this podcast with my friend Grant, and he mm-hmm. was like, me hey, if I wanted to get dinner, and then he's like can I be, like, a guest and, like, come in and talk about how much I love, like, saturation and what you and Kade do? And I said, if you want.
1: <laughs> we should go back to having guests again. We haven't done that in a while.
0: I know. It's Guess just they're... a lot
1: of work on our part.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll talk in private. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll talk. Um, okay, should we move on to other um, – other... Or yeah, a business'
0: I want to start with your topic of the week because I saw your post about this and I'm just so interested to hear why mm-hmm. this is your topic of the week.
1: I'm very happy that you said this because I was trying to decide between that and another topic, so I chose this because it's just been in my orbit. Um, my topic of the week in general is Pete Davidson. For those of you who might not know who that is, um, he is an actor and comedian. He's on um, Saturday Night Live each week. I think he's mainly on the weekend report but he's in other skits and stuff as well he was famously kind of brought into the spotlight when he dated ariana grande was engaged to her that's kind of when he like made his surface um and he's a very like i don't know if polarizing is the right word but very interesting guy in hollywood right now he's really funny he's super talented Um, He battles a lot of demons, mental health issues. He lost his father at a young age in 9-11, and he's just a really interesting guy, and he's had a lot of things come out. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, but the reason why I'm making him my topic of the week is because he just did this hour-long interview with, um, I think it's Chameleon, uh, or no, sorry, Charlemagne. Sorry. Um... And the, I watched it. It was fascinating. So I want to talk, tell you a little bit about it. But then also, he has a new Netflix special out. It's like 49 minutes. It's really good. It's pretty dirty. Lots of cussing. So like, maybe not for the children. Um, but he is really good. Um, I, I like him. And I'm just intrigued by him. And so both of those things have kind of been in the news, been in circulation. I've watched both of them. So I thought I should talk about them. Because I figured some people might not have. Um... His Netflix special, super good. Um, He talks a lot about just his dating and who he's dated. I think it's really funny because he, um, also by the way, it's called Pete Davidson Alive from New York, which I liked that title. Um, He talked a lot about kind of um, a lot of different things, but one of the main things that I thought was interesting was he talked and kind of poked fun at uh, the whole Ariana Grande relationship and how quick it was and everything. Um and then in the interview with Charlemagne, he's kind of promoting the special, and he talks about that the jokes that he made about her, like it's all fun, it's all love, like he's not doing it to be spiteful, but like just like she can write a song about him in her thank you next, you know, right. when she mentions him, um, he can like his craft is comedy, her craft right. is music, so he should be able to get that, out those feelings and emotions. Through comedy, um, which I thought was a super good point, like
0: I do think that's a very fair point.
1: Like he's not bashing them; he's not trying to start drama. But that's it's it's. I mean, to it is it, it's the same thing as writing a song, essentially about the other. Totally. Um, so that was Great. interesting. Um, I'm looking at my notes to see he talked all about he's kind of dated a lot of people recently. Kate Beckinsale, Kaya Gerber. He calls her KG, by the way, which was super cute. Um, that's the one he. Uh, recently dated. that Cindy Crawford's daughter, who's a model. She's beautiful. Um, yeah. And they dated for like two months and their relationship ended. And so uh, he was asked a little bit about that and he just said that because inside sources said that it, um, all his mental stuff became too overwhelming and too hard for her to handle. And so Charlamagne kind of asked him about that and he just said um, he didn't really know if that was true, but he understood she's really young. She's doing all these fashion weeks. She should be able to go out and have fun and not have to worry about him what he's like this the stuff he's going through is really heavy and really adult and she's 18 she's at the prime of her life so like she, he didn't feel like she should have to be worrying about this right now but he did mention that her parents were really helpful um and everything and uh, stuff that he went through and so i thought that was really cool to kind of see that side and see a little peek into their relationship since they recently dated um and he just kind of Charlemagne went through all of his exes and they talked kind of briefly about each one and uh he just said that like mainly his big thing was like his uncles can't believe that he dates these women like Kate Beckinsale like it's just funny cuz yeah. it's these huge names and Pete's It is dangerous. also
0: interesting how like he dated Kate Beckinsale and there was like all this tea about how she's much older
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: he dated like an 18 year
1: old. Right. He's like all... clearly he
0: has no type other than just really pretty famous women.
1: Yeah. He's all over the map. Um he also talks I mean i I'm, I'm he's I don't know exactly what his um, mental illnesses are, but I know he has several of them. Um, And I pulled up some quotes from the interview as far as that is concerned. Um, Let me find it really quick. Uh, Yeah, so, and recently, we mentioned this probably on a past episode, he went to rehab for a little bit. And one thing that I liked in this interview was that he talked about rehab. And he said, you know, when you think of rehab, you think it's like somebody that's, Trying to get off drugs or trying to get off, you know, quit alcohol, all these things. And rehabs looked at as like this really bad thing. But he was like, I go to rehab pretty routinely because after a certain amount of time, I just kind of need to check back in. And I need like that check with myself. He said, also, I'm on some meds and those need to be adjusted regularly. So he said, like, when I go to rehab doesn't mean I'm in like a crisis or, you know, my life is falling apart. He's like, I just go to keep up good mental health and mental stability because I know my demons and because I know what I struggle with which I thought was really cool and you and I have talked about I mean we've seen a lot of Selena Gomez we've seen several celebrities that are starting to kind of do that and normalizing it in a way which is which yeah. is kind of interesting um, so I thought that was cool he talked about that he said quote I'm always depressed all the time I have to constantly bring myself out of it I wake up depressed but now I know my steps I have to go outside and be in the sun for a little bit And go for a walk it's just all programming yourself to trick your brain he said i've always been suicidal but never had the balls you know which i'm very lucky for the first time when i went away this time i felt like i had maybe almost the balls because when you're not feeling good and you're going through all this stuff and there's people at your house in staten island it just drives you effing crazy um some other quotes from the interview Again, kind of talking about this most recent stint that he went, he did say, he said, I hit rock bottom all the time. My rock bottom is when people are scared for my life and I have to go away and then I have to bring myself back up again. I think I've hit it a few times as long as you're around good, supportive people and if you're strong enough, you'll be able to get out of it. It's usually like I'm doing a little too much shrooms and a little too much acid and having a little too much fun and not sleeping, not taking good care of myself. When you don't sleep and you... Have a mental illness and you're doing all this stuff, you just go a little nuts. It's very manic and very sleepless. Um, he talked about the public eye. He said, I'm much more insecure, uh, much more unsure of myself than I have ever been. I'm also just embarrassed. It sucks, dude. I'm not going to lie. In order for me to go out, I have to plan it. I don't know. His life is just kind of blown up, and um, I, the whole interview is super interesting. He also talked about SNL um, a lot, and in, in the interview, um he said um quote i have conversations with a lot of people about leaving it's a hard thing to do because you don't you don't want to ever pull the trigger too early everybody's always been like you'll know when you know and it'll all and and it'll all be all all right he added and said here's the thing i personally think that i should be done with the show because they make fun of me on it i get it but i'm like I'm like cold, open, political punchlines. I'm like weekend update jokes. When I'm not there, they'll be like, ha, 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 Pete's effing jerk face. And you're like, whose side are you on? I have a weird feeling in that building where I don't know whose team I'm playing for, really. If I'm the joke or if I'm on the joke. Um, And he talked about how he has a lot of respect for the show. He loves the show. Um, But uh, he said... I. I think everybody outgrows it, and I think that for what I could do on the show, which is just barely anything, it's just the weekend weekend update, and I've done like 30 of those, and I just feel like, yeah, I've done as much as I can over there, but happy to be there as long as Lauren likes me. She's the showrunner. Um, I I think after this season, he'll probably be done. It was weird, though, because all this interview came out, and then he was on uh, the show on Saturday night, so... We'll see how that plays out. He also talked about how he wants a kid really badly, um, and he thinks that if he has a kid, it'll um, it'll make him want to be here, uh, be here longer, and it'll kind of keep him here. Which I thought was interesting. Um, so who knows? His life just fascinates me. I recommend his special. I recommend watching the interview. Um, and yeah.
0: Yeah, I always get nervous though whenever people with mental health issues think that. Having a child is going to give them a purpose. Yeah. Because I, I think it's a real slippery slope.
1: Yeah. And I just think, too, like with this anything, Pete Davidson, especially the interview with Charlemagne, I just want to give a trigger warning because it is, there's a lot of ser- serious topics and sensitive things for people. So if you're listening and you're interested in watching it, just um, take that as you will uh, because he's talking about some serious stuff. But I do commend him on speaking out about it. Obviously, I'm a big mental health advocate, so... Um, I support him and I'm happy to see him continue on and doing other projects and growing and doing. He's very successful, which is super funny.
0: Agreed. Okay. My topic of the week. Um, we did a little bachelor, at, or bachelor discussion last week and uh, nothing really to report on this week because it was women tell all and the season has been rather disappointing. Mm hmm. The day before the women tell-all, or maybe the morning of, they announce the next Bachelorette. And speaking of, disappointing.
1: Oh, you're disappointed.
0: Oh my gosh, Kate, I couldn't even be more disappointed. Let me explain why.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So occasionally they do this really fun thing in the Bachelor franchise where they bring in a veteran. Mm -hmm. So it's not someone from recent seasons. And keep in mind, my first season watching was Andy Dorfman. I think I was like in high school, maybe like a sophomore or junior. Um, So I only remember that far back. And since then, there have been a couple seasons I haven't watched. Um, One of them was Ari because he was a better and I didn't know who he was and I didn't find him to be cute or attractive. Okay. And the other one I didn't watch was Nick Vile because he had Ooh. already been two seasons and I hated his guts and I didn't want to watch him as The Bachelor. Yes. Like, and I just think that I need to be sitting in on these meetings that The Bachelor people are having because they don't know what they're doing, clearly.
1: Oh. I
0: me know why? When they selected Nick Vile to be Bachelor, not to harp on old things, but... Mm-hmm. He was a villain in the first season he was in. He was a villain in the second season he was in. So what makes them think it's a good idea to make him The Bachelor? No one wants to see him a third time, let alone as The Bachelor, okay? Yeah. Um, Then for Bachelorette, they have some... I have some conspiracies as to why they're doing this, but they've selected... I haven't even said it yet. They've selected Claire Crawley who was on Juan Pablo season. And Juan Pablo was before the season before Andy, which was the season that I started watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's 38 years old. She's been on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise yes. and one season of Bachelor Winter Games. So this is her fourth go-around in the world of Bachelor. So people have seen her three times. This will be their fourth. Wait. And- and
1: four times wait okay wait hold on i'm trying to follow up so
0: wait you know this will be her fifth because she was on juan pablo season two seasons paradise uh, bachelor winter games and now this
1: so this her being the bachelorette is considered her fifth so uh, and okay and wasn't she this is the only thing i know about all this but wasn't she she got engaged after the winter games right
0: Yes, she got engaged after the Winter Games, but it didn't mm. work out.
1: Shocking. Okay.
0: I think she got engaged to someone from, like, the Canada Bachelor oh. or something. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: I don't know. Kate, I'm just as confused as you are, to be honest, because I think, here's the thing. I don't know why they did this, because I'm like, even if you wanted to choose a veteran, can we choose someone a little more recent or relevant? Yeah. Like, And there have been so many great women of color in the past couple seasons that would be incredible as the bachelorette mm-hmm. some that to mind off the top of my head are tasia and katie they were both on paradise last season mm-hmm. and they're totally likable like very mature women who know what they want because i think part of the reason they're doing this is because they've been catching some heat recently that people just want to be on to be insta-famous and it's so immature and mm-hmm. like Because a lot of the girls on this season were, like, 23, which I'm 23, but these girls are a bit of a different breed, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you will. Um, So I think they're trying to, like, make it more mature, but I think they went about it so poorly. And I'm just like, what are you thinking, and when am I going to be invited to these meetings so I can get it right?
1: Okay, can I ask some questions? Yes, please. Okay, one, would you ever consider going on the show?
0: A hundred percent.
1: Why don't you applaud?
0: My okay, so my friend Emily was working on an application for me, but then like my computer like shut down or something, and I said it's a sign like I shouldn't do it.
1: Right.
0: Um Yeah. And I'm also working on an application for one of my friends, but he's a boy. But I think I'm gonna wait now because I don't want him to be on a season with a like thirty eight year old.
1: Oh, that's so funny I know wow. and
0: yeah so I also think that I need to like get snatched before that could even be a possibility because
1: those Brace girls up. you were born sh- snatched
0: I am snatched to an extent
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but not that kind of snatched
1: okay my next question did you see that they offered it first To Hannah B. Yes. Confirmed. And she She turned it down.
0: Yeah. She turned it down because Dancing with the Stars offered her more. But I'm like, okay, we've seen enough. She's everywhere.
1: She is. But, I mean, you can see why they want to do it. She was their most successful ever. So there's, I mean.
0: People would definitely watch. That's the thing. I would be really annoyed. But, like, people would totally watch. I probably would still.
1: Yeah. I haven't
0: decided if I'm going to watch Claire or not. I don't care.
1: Well, I just saw you have 76 days to decide <laughs> if you're going to watch or not. Um, and then my third question about the whole thing was that, um, oh shoot, I may have forgotten. It. Hannah B. Yeah, I guess I forgot. I'm sorry.
0: That's
1: okay. I, I, I'm just, I'm very interested in the whole thing.
0: Yeah. And also at the end of last night, Women Tell All, I feel like you'll find this interesting. They had Rachel come on. (gasps) I saw this. Yes.
1: The whole anti-bullying?
0: Yeah. Wasn't that wild?
1: It was. I just saw like the, on Good Morning America, they talked about it, but, um... It was kind of, I mean, I don't watch the show at all, so I don't know, you know, I don't know if the girls that, you know, I don't know anything. It was I,
0: probably the best thing they've ever done, to be honest. Okay,
1: yeah. Well, I was like, literally, Chris, I, I saw where Chris Harrison was like, raise your hand if you feel like you have been bullied on social media. He was like, not criticized, but like, hateful, harassment, yeah. bully, and they all raised their hand.
0: Yeah. And like, they brought up messages on the screen that like, girls had received mm-hmm. from the season, and they were like
1: terrible. Hmm. Yes, yes. They were awful. And what I think about the show is it seems like social media is playing a real influence on their show in a lot of good ways and a lot of bad ways. They're going to have to rein that in. I
0: know. They're going to have to figure
1: out something to do about that.
0: It's so hard to regulate, but, like, something needs to be done. I know.
1: So I'm sure they're working behind the scenes on that. Well, thank you for the update. I was very interested because, again, I I didn't know the girl, but... um, Best of luck to her.
0: Oh my god! Of course.
1: Um, okay, let's do song of the week.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Do you have one? I'm looking mine up now.
0: I do. I think. Okay. Um, my dad actually sent me this, and like, it's it's literally just so good. It's my favorite song right now. It's called "I Want More" by Kaleo. K A L E O. Hmm. You guys, it's so good. Please
1: go listen. I want more, you said. Yes. Okay, interesting. Um, I'm just going to do this because Grace didn't do it, and I know that she liked the song, I'm sure. I'm I'm not really a stan, but I did listen to the song, and I did like it. Lady Gaga released a new song on Friday called Stupid Love. Really cool music video shot on an iPhone. Great, great song. You sent me some really cool stuff about it, Grace. It's definitely a bop. Tell them about the album. Yes. It's okay,
0: so um, Lady Gaga posted, I think the first I saw of it was yesterday on Instagram. I guess this can just um, catapult us into saved on Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, hang on. Okay, yeah, she posted like a pink image. I honestly am not totally sure what it is, but she said, Welcome to Chromatica. Album coming April 10th, pre-order now. This is not the album cover, but we made it for you to enjoy in the meantime. So she's dropping an album on April 10th, y'all. And oh that God. is iconic because she... It's been a minute.
1: It has. Jolene, like, was that... Or what is it for
0: Yeah, she's been in the game with A Star Is Born and stuff, but like she hasn't been in the game as Gaga for a while.
1: Yeah, you know, like music industry. It feels
0: like a while anyway, so... I'm so excited, you guys. You guys know I do stan, mm-hmm.
1: so I'm really freaking pumped. Well, I can't wait to listen. Same. Um This is the, another big thing that I wanted to talk about. We're doing a table on Instagram now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, last week, at the beginning of the week, it was announced that Disney+, Plus, the streaming service via Disney,
0: mm-hmm. pulled
1: Love, Simon, the TV show. Did you ever see the movie, Grace? Yes, I did. Really good movie. They're making it into a TV show. Sophia Bush is on it, etc. They pulled it from Disney Plus because they said it's not family friendly. And they put it on Hulu, which Disney owns Hulu. So it's fine. That show is going to live on there, whatever. Well, Hilary Duff posted on her Instagram story a screenshot of the like article header saying, Love Simon TV show pulled from Disney Plus as it's not family friendly, circled it and said, sounds familiar, dot, dot, dot. <gasps> because if you guys remember we talked about yes. back several episodes ago that Lizzie McGuire was getting a reboot on Disney Plus and they started filming and then they just stopped production and it was reported that it was they were stopped because of creative differences not that the show was over or that they weren't doing it but that it was production was put on hold like they had already shot a couple of episodes there were all the pictures of uh, Hilary Duff dressed as Lizzie in New York City. Fans were excited. Whatever. So then, after, she, a few days later, after she put that on her Instagram story, she posted a notes screenshot, typical celebrity fashion, and I want to read it to you guys. It says, was incredible, this is Hillary Duff, was incredibly excited to launch Lizzie on D+, and my passion remains. However, I felt a huge responsibility to honor the fans' relationship with Lizzie, who, like me, grew up seeing themselves in her. I'd be doing a disservice to everyone by limiting the realities of a 30-year-old's journey to live under the ceiling of a PG rating. It's important to me that just as her experiences as a preteen teenager navigating life were authentic, her next chapters are equally as real and relatable. It would be a dream if Disney would let us move to Hulu if they were interested and I could bring this beloved character to life again. Heart. And she just captioned it, Lizzie McGuire. And so many people were commenting on it, like, justice for Lizzie, all this stuff. I mean. It's
0: coming for Disney's throats, and I'm kind of here for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I've I've been really excited about the reboot. I was a little interested how they were going to do it, because it said she was going to be a single woman turning 30 in New York, no kids yet. Um, and it makes sense. Like, it makes sense to want to be able to tell us about all the things that. We can all relate to, you know, like we as the fans grew up as well. So I didn't think it made a lot of sense for us to go back and watch a show on Disney plus that's like a Disney channel show again, you know? Yeah, I agree. So I'm really praying that Disney can do something about it, but I'm happy she's been like keeping us all updated and it's not been like vicious or anything.
0: She's a transparency moment.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm here for Hillary and the transparency and I really, really want Lizzie to live on let Lizzie live on.
0: Justice for Lizzie.
1: Justice for Lizzie. We might have to title the episode something to that effect. I <laughs>
0: know, I think so too.
1: Because we stand. Yeah, we do.
0: Uh, um, my next yes. one is very sad. Uh, I oh. feel like you know what I'm going to say. I oh,
1: don't know. But
0: you guys know that I live for Tyler Cameron from Hannah B's season of The Bachelorette. Oh, yes. He is my king, my yes. icon, my everything. And I saw that Enews posted something about his mother passing, but I waited to see if he would confirm. And he did. He posted a photo of um, him and his brothers holding their mom's hand, um, like, in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And he said, Today, heaven gained an angel, we will love and miss our mother dearly. She will live on through us and through those that she has had an impact on. While we grieve, we ask for two things. First, tell, tell those you love that you love them. And second... Please let us take this time to celebrate her life in private. Thank you all for your love and support. Just so heartbreaking. And I just wanted to say that our hearts go out to him and his family right now. Mm.
1: The funny thing about Tyler C is, as I've been very vocal about on the podcast, I didn't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor. But I follow him on Instagram. Like, I don't know. That season was so crazy. And he's such a very talented and, like, positive light i enjoy following him and so i don't obviously know as much as fans that watch the bachelor but i saw that all three of his three brothers including himself they all posted the same thing essentially and his mom posted a week ago on instagram so i'm not really sure what happened but it's obviously very very sudden
0: also i just i'm looking at the post now and hannah brown commented one hour ago a heart
1: that's so, so sad. I mean, obviously she, I mean, yeah, that's just, I saw Bachelor Nation was really getting behind him, and um, yeah. I thought that was that was really cool and really special.
0: So sad.
1: Okay, I need to talk about, well, I have a few things that I want to talk about. Uh-huh. I think we should both talk about Paris Fashion Week, because there were several iconic moments.
0: Yes, agreed.
1: First being um, that Northwest rat I think it was last night or Sunday night, whenever it was, at the Yeezy show.
0: Uh
1: (gasps) Uh-huh.
0: Dude, I was living, just, like, seeing Kanye, like, watching her as she does this is the cutest thing. And, like, I think I remember once, like, on an episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, like, Kim said that Kanye had said about North, like, she's more... Like she loves attention more than I did as a kid. And that's saying a lot. Like she is totally yeah. like a performer, a star, and he is like, yeah, we're in for like the real thing with I this I can't one.
1: believe it. Like yeah. she's literally like, my name is Northie. It's so cute. She's so little. Her voice is so like petite and childlike.
0: I know, and she, like, gives Penelope a
1: shout-out. Yes! And then Kim, like, cans and shows Penelope in the audience. I mean, y'all. Oh, God. Kim posted the whole thing on her Instagram stories, but she also posted a photo um, and captioned it. I'm so proud of my Northie. Her first performance had me in tears. She had an impromptu performance on stage at her dad's Yeezy Season 8 fashion show. Shout out to at Zach, the creator. North hopes you like her remix. It was just so good, you guys. And, like, I mean, it obviously wasn't, like, earth-shattering. But it was just, like, you're you're totally right, guys. She's totally a performer. It was also cool to see, like, the stage mom in Kim. She was, like, yelling and, like, cheering. Yes. It was really sweet. It was sweet.
0: so cute.
1: It was really, really sweet. Do you have any other New York or Paris Fashion Week moments?
0: Um, I saw one today that, uh... Courtney posted of, uh, she and Kim were wearing a lot of Balmain.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Latex. Yeah. And Kim had like a bunch of latex looks and there's one of them and like Courtney's in like a chocolate Brown Mm
1: -hmm. number
0: and, uh, Kim's in more of like a tan, like caramel, uh, tone. And Courtney says, you be chocolate and I'll be caramel.
1: So good.
0: that's a pretty funny caption i like
1: it super good um speaking of kardashian did you see that chris was on ellen
0: i haven't seen that
1: oh you gotta watch it's really good ellen plays a one game with her where she like asks chris like questions like fill in the blank questions oh i think
0: i saw a clip of like who's your favorite today
1: yeah she said chloe uh uh ellen asked who will give you your next grandchild and she said courtney
0: really Mm
1: -hmm. and then she was like well maybe kylie and then she's like honestly maybe kendall but courtney was like a like so who knows that could be happening via surrogate maybe she'll have it herself not sure who the father will be since scott's you know tied up but right i would be here for it
0: okay also have um while we're on the topic of Kardashians, mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner is, like, on vacation and looking freaking fabulous. Kate sent me a DM of her, like, over the weekend. He's like, just when I thought she couldn't look any better, she goes ahead and does this.
1: She does. She's rocking,
0: like, a more, like, caramel, honey tone hair right mm-hmm. now. She's just serving us looks, as she so often loves to do on vacation. She and Stormy had a matching Dior um, look, and she said, I hope she wants to match with me forever. I live for Stormy.
1: Grace, did you see the stories today? I don't know. After this, you have to go watch. It's Kylie and Stormy just, like, at the house. Typical day. But they're, like, at putting their feet in the pool, and Stormy keeps saying, what's that sound? What's that sound? It's, and Kylie keeps getting, like, she's like, well, that's them working in the yard. And she's like, that's the pool filter. It's super, really, really cute. Like, Stormy can do no wrong. Oh
0: my god, she's
1: so And cute. Kylie looked incredible on wherever she just was, tropical, I'm assuming, like, probably Turks and Caicos or somewhere like that. She looked amazing. Her body, like, Whoa.
0: I know. Her body is sickening.
1: And Stassi was with her as well. Their photos together. I just...
0: hmm I Talk about...
1: Got me feeling some type of way. Mood. Um, also, my last Paris Fashion Week thing was, did you see the one outfit that Gigi Hadid was rocking? The cloud outfit?
0: No. Uh,
1: oh, I have to send it to you. It's yeah. very interesting, y'all. It's like a... um. Wow. Pants and, like, a long coat. She has, like, on a white T-shirt. and But the boots, the pants, and the jacket are all, like, cloud. It's like a cloud picture. Like a screen-printed cloud. She looks incredible.
0: She does look amazing. Okay, my next one is uh, David Dobrik posted.
1: Mm-hmm. I was just
0: shook because anyone who follows David Dobrik knows that he... Pretty much only wears black. Like, he'll wear, like, a black T-shirt, black pants, and black hat, like, every single day. And he was featured in Paper Magazine this month. And they had him in, like, fashion looks. And it was – it just had me, like, so shook. One of them is, like, a yellow look. It's a really nice photo. And then the other one that had me more shook was, like, this blue look. He has, like, a bucket hat and, like, blue sunglasses and, yeah, I was just like, wow, seeing, seeing David Dobrik do fashion. Like, he. I
1: know. Pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, so unlike him, but I was kind of here for it.
1: 1,000%. Um, my next one, kind of back to being music related a little bit, the Dixie Chicks are back with a new song on Friday, and I'm very Shut- excited about it. I did not know this. Oh my gosh, Grace! It's about time. It's been like a long time. Like
0: it's been a long time. It's honey. called
1: um, "Gaslighter."
0: Wow, and I'm then, I hope it doesn't disappoint. I know, I
1: know. And then um, Demi Lovato actually has also not actually also has a new song out on Friday called um, "I Love Me," <laughs> which. Mm, seems a little taylor swiftish to me but whatever um and <laughs> the person that helped her make the song the last song that her i think blood pop is the person that helped her the last song they did together was sorry not sorry which is a bop oh, of hers
0: oh wow. yeah it is that song's iconic
1: yeah so this could be good too
0: okay this is my last one but it's kind of a series Okay. So Justin Bieber uh, posted a clip from Ellen's Burning Questions where she asked um, what he and uh, Haley's pet names are for one another. Oh,
1: yes, Gugu. And
0: he said she has a lot of weird names for me, but I like Gugu. She calls me Gugu, and I call her Gugu back. <laughs> and then he posts, like, a bunch of pictures of them backstage mm-hmm. and says... Me and my goo-goo. <laughs> Me and my goo-goo again.
1: That's Me and my so goo-goo
0: in the back.
1: That is hilarious.
0: I just had to giggle. I
1: know. <laughs> I thought it was real sweet. Um, Be- speaking- I'm
0: also the queen of, like, weird nicknames.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The other
0: day, like, we, my roommate has a dog, and I call her every name under the sun. I gave her the middle name Lynn. I call her Willow Lynn. I call her Lanny. I, um... Call her Lady Girl, and I told my roommates that if I ever get a girl dog, I'm calling her Lady Girl, and they can't steal that.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um. Also, speaking of Haley and Justin, did you see Haley on uh, Jimmy Fallon? Yes, I did. Really good. You guys, if you missed it, she talked about, she kind of credited Jimmy. Last time she was on Jimmy Fallon, a few years ago, she did this cool somehow they started talking about like party tricks and she was like well I actually have this really cool thing that I do with my teeth and basically she uses her teeth as a bottle opener which whenever I do that people are like that's so bad for your teeth but then Haley Baldwin gets on there and everybody's like whoa that's so cool so I don't know but yeah she opened it in a really cool way and she was like actually the next day that night when it aired or that night when it aired and then the next day I get a call from a certain someone And she's like, you all know him very well. She was like, and he was talking about how good I looked, and he was really impressed that I could do that trick. And then we continued talking from that moment on, and, um, well, that's my husband. We're married now.
0: So crazy.
1: (laughs) So good. Um, Did you say you were out of things?
0: Yeah, that was my last thing.
1: Okay, I have several. Let me just spit some off real quick.
0: Okay. Um.
1: Ashton Kutcher posted a photo of a press box from Netflix. Um, uh-huh. And the caption says, Ashton plus Mila, we heard you're a fan. Your support means the world to us. From Netflix plus the Navarro cheer team. And he captioned it and said, Mia and I, or Mila and I, are officially freaking out. Hashtag Navarro. It's so funny who all is a fan of that show. I know. I still haven't watched, but I need to do that. Um,. What about the? Did you see the uh, falling music video, Harry Styles? Yes. Dude, what did you think? Yes. I
0: thought it was everything, but he does no wrong in my eyes, as we it was all know.
1: Super good. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Comet by celebs on this one because that I all the news. But Beanie Feldstein, do you know who that is, Grace? She's an, she's an actress. She was on Booksmart. She's best friends with Finn Platt. They have a real cute know. relationship. She was nominated for some awards this year. She was kind of on the carpet. She posted a photo with Dr. Weber from Grey's Anatomy, and she's in the Grey's Scrubs. And she says, My dreams came true last night, with a thousand exclamation points. She said, All I wanted since I was 11 years old was to be on Grey's Anatomy. I've seen every single episode multiple times. Guest starring on the show and getting to share scenes with the remarkable James Pickens, my chief, always and forever, was heaven. The crew and cast were so incredibly kind and let me tour all the sets and touch all the props and I fully wept. Thanks for letting me take one, take a one time dream trip to Seattle, which I thought that was just really cute in itself because I think anybody that loves a TV show like dreams of the day that they could potentially be on the show, um, really relatable. But then Patrick Dempsey, who used to play Derek on Grey's Anatomy commented a bunch of clapping emojis, which I thought was really cool. Wow, that's special. Yeah, so shout out to Comments My Celebs for that piece of info. Um, my, I have two more. Some cover stars this month on some magazines that I read recently that you should look into. Halsey did an interview with Guardian, which was pretty good. Um, Sophia Ritchie is on the cover of Cosmo this month. And in the interview, she talks about Scott. She talks about acting, all sorts of things. She talks about Courtney being Lionel Richie's daughter. It was really good. BB Rexo is on the cover of Self Magazine talking about her bipolar um, diagnosis. And then today, um, it was announced that Sophie Turner is on the cover of Elle Magazine, and it was really good. She talked about how she and Joe met, how she was not a Jonas Brothers fan when she was younger, um, and just all sorts of really cool things. So look out for those. Those interviews were really good and really telling. And then my last piece of info... Is, I might have sent this to you, Grace, but I'm going to read it just in case that I did not. Um, oh, Khloe Kardashian did an ad for Febreze. Oh, yeah. Nori's, okay. Nori's Black Book posted the photo and said Auntie Khloe wanted to branch out and work with other brands besides skinny teas and protein shakes. So she reached out to me because Chris is useless. I pitched her to many brands, and they all passed, even KKW Beauty. But Febreze jumped at the chance to work with her on a campaign. I wrote the first draft of the copy. When my sheets stink as bad as my love life, I turned to Febreze. The -hmm. company liked it but wanted something more centered around the products. And Chloe commented and said, LOL, damn, with a bunch of laughing emojis.
0: Savage.
1: I, I just love that they love Nori's Black Book as well
0: i know same that's everything
1: my last thing that i just saw i'm sorry i know i'm taking up all the time on instagram did you watch the main music video
0: oh my god no i forgot i'm sorry i need
1: you to. need to go watch it it's super crazy i won't give a lot away her dad's in it the most successful tiktokers in it and um, there's a lot of like hidden agendas and hidden messages um there's that are really cool. There's one, um, seen in a subway and there's like a sign, like a official, like street sign. And it has a, it has like a razor scooter, but it has like the circle with the red through it. Like no scootering Uh scooter, brawn, no scooters. Um, there's so many little things that are so good about it. But then the person playing the man in itself is incredible. So you need to go watch it. Anyone should go watch it. You guys know I had to talk about Taylor Swift.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm sorry I forgot to lose. That.
1: It's really okay. That's all I have. I mean,
0: well, thank you guys for listening this week. We had so much fun. A little things are winding down now that a war season, up, season is over, but um, we're so happy that y'all chose to listen this week.
1: Absolutely. We love you guys. And. Um... We'll be back next week, but who knows what all is going to happen in the next week.
0: Exactly.
1: Okay, well, enjoy life. Happy March. Remember, spring forward this weekend.
0: Oh, my gosh. Really?
1: Yes, Sunday.
0: Oh my God. I'm so happy. I me, did not realize that was here.
1: Me too. It's time. We're rising from the ashes, and we're thriving.
0: Yay.
1: Maybe that, that Maybe that's a sign that you need to get the bald hair okay.
0: Maybe.
1: (laughs) Okay, guys. See you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.